You're listening to the Connect Church podcast featuring the pastoral staff of Connect Church in Tupelo, Mississippi. This podcast delivers biblical truths, hot topic discussions, and encouragement you need on your daily journey to live like Christ. The Human Resources Department requires that I be available. Not sure if the invite cards are nifty, but the mustache is definitely not. He's in charge of our children. What are we doing? I don't. Here are your hosts, Terry Pierce, Andrew Pierce, and Tanner Stahl. Thank you all for being here. Let's get started. And welcome to the Connect Church Podcast, episode number 12 of the Connect Church Podcast. You can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, wherever, YouTube, wherever you can find podcasts. We're probably there. Go ahead, like, share, rate, subscribe, whatever you got to do to help us spread the message and the word of the Connect Church Podcast, where we are here for you and uh, you are also here for us as you provide us feedback, so we appreciate that. Uh, what's going? I, let me just go ahead and tell you, y'all are in for a doozy today. I can tell already. <laughs> All right, I can are, just tell. Are we going to do a special for uh, the thirteenth? Uh, next next podcast will be thirteen. Do we skip number thirteen and just go straight to fourteen? Like you know the lucky number thirteen or the whatever it's called. You okay over there? Yeah, my mic's a little loose today. It's a little so, loose. Yeah, well, I don't sorry. know how to. You've always you know. had a couple screws yeah, loose. Yeah. My screws I mean, as loose. long as it's yeah. not falling off, I think you're That's okay. True. I'm good. Don't I'm touch happy. it. Don't yeah. touch it. Yeah, just just leave it be and you'll be okay. <laughs> I will not fix it. But anyways, yeah, I can tell you guys are in for a doozy. Andrew just came in. He's like, shut up. I, I don't have anything to say. Just do. Let's just do this. Andrew mood. I am full-fledged. I have 40 worst, no best. Let's do this. So we'll save that part for the for the second segment in the all podcast. During, all during Holy Week. Yes. And, well, we can just tell you from this, and you'll hear more about it later, I'm sure, but it's been, it's Wednesday at 11 o'clock right now, and it's been a week already. You know, Man, so. yeah. Two weeks, two yeah. weeks. Yeah. Been, yeah, yeah. Last three exactly. days, it felt like two weeks for sure. <laughs> yeah, last night at dinner time, Ashley was, uh, we were having dinner with Alan and Courtney Rooker, and she's like, "Man, it has been a week." And I said, "Well, it's it's Tuesday." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. yeah. but uh, and we, we didn't even got to the Arkansas thing yet. So, yeah, yeah, yeah so, we'll uh, shut but, up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're all glad to be here. Yeah, exactly. What a joyful yeah. day in the Lord. Jesus yeah. saves. <laughs> Anyways, we're, we're hoping to be a blessing to all you listeners today. <laughs> That's right. So we, speaking of being a blessing, we did wrap up the Philippians Joy in the Journey uh, sermon series. So that is over with, and you can watch and listen to any of those sermons on the Sermon Playback app or on our website at www.triconnect.church. Well, technically, we're just taking a timeout. This is for because we're going to, yeah, we're just in chapter two. So there's four chapters in the book of Philippians. Yeah, Tanner yeah. didn't know. <laughs> oh, I didn't know we were coming back to it. I thought you were just done. No, no there's no, more than gonna... two chapters in Philippians. Yeah, well, I knew that, but I thought you were done with your sermon series. It's, it's on our church calendar in May. So. I thought we were going to like thankful May or something like June. that. Oh, that's June. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, we don't have to be thank we have to be joyous during the spring. We don't have to be thankful till the I'm, summer. I'm so glad that I make my staff do these notebooks in September because they obviously follow them really <laughs> yeah. well. Well, it changes just about every week. That's very true. It's called so, the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Uh, well, it's a good thing I didn't throw away all those uh, Philippians uh, images and logos and stuff like that yet. Then good. Good to know. Okay, well, never mind. We're not wrapping up the Philippians sermon. Well, let's wrap up the first portion of yeah, the we're just first half. taking a little first yeah. half. First half so okay, yes, yes, so, so just just summarize it real quick. 
what of the first four sermons, what's the one thing that we need to be getting out of this? Yeah, absolutely. Great question, Tanner. And our statement that we've been given to everybody that uh, hopefully we have now that you commented on the first section really like that is that uh, joy is an attitude of the heart determined by confidence in God. And that's just the best summary I can give uh, of right. what we're talking about is how to move into, uh, which we actually talked about this Sunday, which is a great lead into, is having the mind of Christ. So now we're really getting down to the nuts and bolts of how, how this attitude of joy uh, is you've got to learn to change your thinking. Right. Um, I, some notes I wrote down was you gave um, the, I can't, I didn't write down who it was that you uh, referenced in your sermon. Sure. Uh, but the five perspectives on the cross and uh, two of them I had really, and of course, actually three, God's perspective of the cross, Christ's perspective of mm-hmm. the cross, and then our perspective of the cross. Yeah. I've always th- thought about those for sure that's easy right. kind of but the other two satan's perspective yeah, and sin's good. perspective yeah. i'd really never thought about that before so so tell us more about, about yeah da carson is like you know for us pastor you know geeky types that love to uh, read commentaries and do all of those scholarly things he is like you know just the uh, of mount rushmore he's on there and so he's just a great new testament scholar and he's so i'm not you know not my ideas but just sort of expanded expounded upon what he has shared with us and you know you start off with God's perspective, and we understand that, like you said, uh, you know, he's a propitiation for our sins, means that he's paid the price, and so we understand that he, under, you know, looks at Jesus as being that one that absor- uh, absorbed his wrath. And then Christ's perspective, again, you know, very familiar with that one, the fact that, you know, he says on the cross, not my will, but your will be done, and he's given his life as a ransom for many, so, uh, you know, just powerful truth, uh, but like you said, more familiar. And then uh, we get to Satan's perspective, and that was really cool. You could tell the audience eyes, you know, got a little bit larger. Right. And so it was sort of, you know, ringing a bell there. Uh, and, you know, it simply means that, uh, and this is so cool. And, and, you know, in the midst of this holy week, in the midst of a, you know, challenging week for some of us, the cross means the accuser's defeat. And that is something that we've really got to begin to wrap our minds around. We are in spiritual warfare, and we're going to unpack a little bit of that today as we go through the podcast. So hang in there, uh, you know, be ready. And we're going we're to talk to you guys about that. But the only thing that Satan fears is the cross is the statement that I made in the message. And, you know, and for those of our listeners, uh, we shared with the audience, go back and check out the whole sermon. But if you'd like to get Satan off your back, uh, then, um, you know, the way to do that is bring up the cross because that is what he knows ultimately is his defeat. Yeah. Um, I, there's a, a good Southern gospel song called God Saw a Cross that the Kingsman sang, and that reminded me of this because uh, of that perspective. It's a great a, a great song. The Kingsman. Um, that, the Kingsman. That, you're going old school there, you're going big old boy. School. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but anyways, uh, it, that reminded me of that. Andrew, what, what was your some of your thoughts on these perspectives? Yeah, I know with uh, our Connect group, the big, <clears throat> excuse me, the big one that we talked about was Satan's perspective, you know, of this, and um, we kind of broke it down, and I don't know if it was Terry that said it in these words or D.A. Carson, but he said it's the accuser's defeat. You know, the 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 cross is a symbol of defeat for Satan because he realized it was the moment where at first, it, you know, and it kind of, I think it was uh, Lucinda or somebody or Mary, one pointed out, they said, that, you know, 
Like it was the moment where Satan was like, all right, I got him. He's dead. Like he was nailed to the cross. And yet the cross was also going to be the symbol of three days later with the empty tomb of his complete defeat. And we just talked about how, you know, the accusations against us and all honestly are probably legit. Yeah, I am selfish. I have a quick temper. I'm aggravated <laughs> today. Um, whatever it may be, you know, He's I triggered. Have, yeah, I'm so triggered today. <laughs> but I, I have sinned. I have messed up. I have fallen short of the glory of God. I have lied. I've done whatever. Insert, you know, things we're not supposed to do and things that separate us from God. And so those accusations are legitimate, you know, even from sin's perspective of this. But with what we kind of talked about, it's Satan's defeat. It's the accuser's defeat. Even though I stand accused, Jesus gave me his righteousness. Jesus made a way that I don't have to face, like, like it'd be like me standing in the courtroom and they're like, you know, you're charged with this and this and this and this and this. And like, I'm standing there knowing, yeah, I did all of that. And all of a sudden the judge looks at me and says, not guilty because that guy beside you paid the price for you. And then, you know, the guy, the accuser on the other side is like, what? And you know, that Satan, he is defeated by the power of what happened at the cross. And man, that was just, that was big time. I think for all of us realizing how significant this week is and what it means through the cross. All right, something we discussed in our group um, on Sunday was our perspective. Like, Ooh, kind of, like I said, really? that's kind of the easy one to talk about, but yeah. at the same time, it's really important to realize. Um, you talk about having humility. Um, how when you think about what Christ did on the cross, like the literal physical beatings that he took before there before the getting on the cross and then being nailed to a cross he did that for you like how that makes you feel so small you right, know right. at the same time it also makes you feel so loved right um yeah so it, it's there's a, a balance there that we we discussed there um when you think about the the actual what happened yeah and, and i think that uh, you know a great word picture of all of that that puts both of those in perspective and, and one of the things that we hit on tanner and and i love that da carson brings that out and you know we really the rest of the message flows out of that last thought of our perspective and you know we we've heard the story you know and again it's challenging uh, i am really struggling this week with you know uh, man i get to tell everybody about easter and that's you know really cool and fantastic and i get all that but do you realize that there's not a person on the planet for the most part or there are a few but for the most part literally the whole world will recognize this event this right. weekend and so the and so you know uh in how do you tell that again? You know, so it's yeah. so that, so it's a challenge and, you know, and yet it is the most wonderful story. And, but I think that we get so familiar with the knowledge of this and this is where the Lord's really working in my life this week to, to bring it this Sunday. And I'm so excited about it is, you know, and this is what we talked about, about the cross this past Sunday, the humility. I love that subject that we dealt in, in that Paul deals with in the book of Philippians, the humility of the cross. We know and understand the crucifixion, we, and the nails and all of those things. But man, what difference does it make if it doesn't translate into you becoming a more humble person until you realize that you owe Christ every Everything. And a great word picture that summarizes Satan's perspective as well as a visual for our perspective is I remember in the movie The Passion and, you know, going there to watch it, and which was a big struggle for me as a Baptist, but I actually went to the movie theater. And anyway, so, you're not allowed I, I, to yeah, do I, that. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm over that joke. So anyway, <laughs> Avengers were great too. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway, when I watched The Passion and uh, there at the movie theater, and I'll never forget that scene that is still resonates within me 
me about all of last weekend and this Sunday, we're going to bring that out again, is Genesis 3, the, the serpent, you know, the snake, which I hate snakes. I hate snakes. And, and the serpent, you know, deceives Eve and Adam. And then it shows the picture of the serpent in the, you know, there in the garden. And there is he's trying to, you know, tell Christ, you know, that uh, you can't do this and say, and Jesus steps on the head of the snake yeah. in that movie. And that's what the cross really does. So, yeah, that's cool. And then that leads us into uh, the four things that we need to appreciate regarding the cross or meditate on, I think yeah, is how you put yeah. it in the sermon. Um, and those points were um, Christ, uh, his humble renunciation, his humble incarnation, his humble crucifixion, and then his exalted position. And for me personally, I'll just start off with, yeah. um, when I think about these things, I don't, you, you don't ever, th- I personally just don't ever think about the Christmas part of mm, the Easter story, yeah, yeah. you know, like the incarnation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The renunciation, leaving heaven and then becoming a man. Yeah. Like I don't put those, I don't put that in with my Easter story and we really should. Yes. You yeah. know? Yeah. That's a great thought. And, and, and I, you know, yeah, it's just so cool that, you know, verse six says, and who, he, who though was in the form of God, it's easy for you to say, who though was <laughs> in the again. form of God <laughs> did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped. And, and again, the whole message was on the humility. Uh, it's one of my favorite messages I've ever preached on the cross, and yet it really had very little to do with the details of the cross story, again, you know, familiarizing. But I love Paul's emphasis on the fact of what you just said, Tanner, that, you know, he renounced his position, and yet we can't even begin to describe it. You know, we talked about the Council of Nasi in 325 and Athen. Uh, uh, Ethan Nicias, um, really butchered that today too, but anyway, try that uh, one again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so as he made the argument that he was fully God and fully man, don't ask us to explain all of that magnificent creed, but just to know, and this is what you take away with it, that he was willing to do that for right. us. So let's Can you imagine started. us in that position? Like just for happenstance, just pretend that we have that kind of glory yeah. Yeah. and God's like, Hey, I need you to go do this. Yeah. Dang it. <laughs> Do I have to? You know, right? like that's not how it happened. Well, and I'll let Andrew address to this, but let me just share as a pastoral thought, you know, I, and I wanted to scream and I didn't. I did very good. I didn't let go of, you know, my pastoral thing. But uh, if, you know, just this, I'm just going to be honest with you. You know, people say, well, I just didn't feel like coming to church today. You know, uh-huh. my, you know, I, I had a scratch on my head or, I was you out know, of peanut or, butter. Or, yeah. And, and, <laughs> I Is that saw, a real excuse? <laughs> so well, it might as well be. It's the yeah. same as everything else. Yeah. And, you know, I saw a cloud in the sky, and, you know, I was a little tired. And so, and Jesus was on the cross, you know, yeah. and he gave up glory. Yeah. to come he, down left for, he left heaven to come down for us. So, uh, Andrew, you probably better take over here before I Well, share. <laughs> on that note, uh, I think it all brought it full circle for me, too, is uh, talking about his humble renunciation, the humble incarnation, his humble crucifixion, and then his exalted position, and those kind of four things is he said. Terry said the key to all of this for Philippians two to the cross to our salvation, it's others. Mm, yeah, I mean that was kind of the key. That's what Jesus had on his mind was other people. Yeah. This was gonna suck. This was gonna be hard. This was gonna be um, the first time the Trinity was not the Trinity, like because he had to take on the wrath of God that we deserved. He took our punishment the entire time. He was thinking about other people. And I had a I had a guy in our connect group Sunday night even say he said he said when we were talking about it, he said why is there always three crosses? 
like you know you see for easter and said why is there always three crosses he said i know there was a thief and so, like a murderer somebody else on the other side and he said the thief accepted jesus said today you'll be with me in paradise but why you know why not just include that one and I just, I don't, like, it was not me at all. It was the Holy Spirit, because I was like, I have no idea. But it was the Holy Spirit just saying, well, he died for that other person that rejected him, too. Mm, that's yeah. good. You know, that's why we put those three crosses there, is because Jesus's mind, mm. even at that moment when he had nails through his hands, he wasn't concerned about himself. He was in agony. He was in pain. He was about to be eternally separated from the Father for the first time, and yet he was thinking about others. That's the key to all of this. Yeah. If you want to have joy in the journey, if you want to do this, you have to have humility and put others before yourself. That's yeah. good. Very good. All right, any other thoughts before we wrap this up? Yeah, I've got to read from one of my favorite all-time authors, C.S. Lewis, and we had this quote up on the screen at the end. It was in the sermon notes too, yeah. but uh, and it says simply this. In the Christian story, God descends to reascend. He comes down, down from the heights of absolute being into time and space, down into humanity, he goes down to come up again and bring the whole ruined world up with him. Yeah. Wow. And we look forward to that day when uh, he comes back. Uh, yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> let's do it, man. Come All three on. of us. Yes, yes. 100%. Hey, wouldn't Easter be, it would just be the climax of this whole thing, man, if Jesus comes back Sunday. Amen. Yeah. Oh, man, that would be incredible. Please, Lord, quickly come. Yes, yes. <laughs> no. Anyways, all right. Well, that wraps up our uh, sermon recap. And, again, you can hear that whole sermon on the Sermon Playback uh, podcast on Apple Podcasts, or you can go directly to our website on the media section there and listen uh, to that uh, sermon. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and then we will come back with the best and worst of the weekend, some bracket stuff. Y'all stay put. We'll see you in just a second. Have you been looking for a place to call home? Need a place that makes you feel welcome and valued while at the same time growing spiritually in Christ and biblical truths? At Connect Church, our mission is all about loving God, loving people, and making disciples. When we gather together, there's a spirit of worship, a spirit of kindness, and a spirit of welcoming to anyone and everyone who's seeking God's will and truth in their lives. We invite you to visit during one of our two Sunday services to discover how Connect Church can help you grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Our friendly and spirit-filled worship environment is just the place for you. Visit Connect Church this Sunday during our 9 o'clock or 10.30 a.m. services located at 1650 North Veterans Boulevard in Tupelo, Mississippi. Or you can check out our live stream on our Facebook page or our website at www.triconnect.church. Again, that's www.triconnect.church. We look forward to connecting with you. And we're back on the Connect Church podcast. Thank you for listening and uh, tuning in with us. We appreciate it. We enjoy doing it. It's a lot of fun. Um, I do want to give a quick shameless plug. As I sent out the uh, church email list this morning, I noticed that um, we have 142 recipients on our church email list. And we have like, how many people go to this church? Yeah. <laughs> a lot more six, like way more <laughs> about 600 yeah so like if you're listening go to our website and if you're not on our uh, weekly Good. email newsletter and you're not on getting the prayer list and stuff like that it's we don't bond, we, we may send two emails out a week maybe um you yeah know? i don't even think that much maybe and three that's yeah. a great reminder too and because i have folks come up to me all the time hey i didn't know this happened hey yeah. i didn't know that happened i didn't know somebody was going through this well if you're not on the email prayer list you're going to be out of the know exactly so go to www 
www.triconnect.church slash about us. Just click that about us tab and uh, you can click uh, to get signed up on the email or connect or the contact page has it also on there. So sign up for that email list. All right, let me uh, get into some fun stuff here on the, on the podcast that we've been doing. If y'all know that we have been doing a, uh, a bracket, a greatest TV show of all time bracket. And it has been a lot of fun. We've had great, great response uh, on the on the uh, the polls on the poll questions when we send that out. So we're down to eight shows left, and let me give you just an update. It's Wednesday right now. Uh, the voting on this round closes Friday. So uh, right now, the eight seed Andy Griffith show leads the Jeffersons by about ten percent. I guess it's fifty six to forty three. Something like that. We're moving on up. Yeah, the Jeffersons are going down. <laughs> Evidently, that's what. But anyways, the Andy Griffith. This is to get into the final four. Um, let's see, and then let's see. Uh, the King of Queens. Oh wow, King of Queens is demolishing the Big Bang Theory. Oh, absolutely. Yes, sixty yes, to forty. Yes. I love much, the King so. of Queens. I do too, but I'm a Big Bang Theory guy all the way in this matchup. For well, sure. the King of Queens are essentially my parents. So yeah. <laughs> Well, more your mom on than I'm more Raymond. So, yeah. and, yeah, That's so, true. Yeah. <laughs> and, and even Raymond. Everybody, Everybody loves Raymond. Raymond. Oh, yeah, but he's not on the King of Queens. Well, he's a guest on there. He so. is a guest. You're right. He's a guest on there. All right. Uh, the, uh, and then here's an even bigger demolishing. I think Chuck has been like all over this one. Psych has a 75 to 25% lead over the Oh, that's Golden Chuck Girls. totally voting. Chuck so, is voting. Yeah, he's Chuck, out there yeah, doing yeah, it, yeah, too. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I voted for Psych twice just because I was bitter the Golden Girls beat the office. I know. That is the only reason. Tough. That was a so tough I'm, matchup. <laughs> Betty White, you're going down. Uh-huh. <laughs> the Golden Girls beat The Office? I yes. didn't know that one. Yeah. Wow. It's she, crap. It's she's rigged. She's the only one left. It's rigged. Yeah. <laughs> all right, and then our last. They're, they're all dead. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's one left. There's, there's one, one left. left. Yeah, one she's left. only 170. Yeah. Oh, hey, hey White, fun yeah. fact about the Golden Girls. Did you know that they were all the same age? Did not know that. They were all the exact same age, yep. Did not know that. Yep. Uh, even Estelle. Uh, anyways, all right, and then our last. <laughs> um, our last. Uh, pairing here, the Brady Bunch trails Friends, and this is close. Like Friends has been uh, destroying every matchup they're in, but uh, Friends is fifty-two to forty-eight, Ooh. so it's close over uh-uh. Brady Bunch. I know. So no th- way. Th- yeah. That was uh, you remember when the famous Brady Bunch, Marsha, 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 Marsha. That was Andrew his whole life. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. So that's, that, that's going on. We can vote in that round up until Friday, and then we'll put out the winners of that one, and you'll be able to vote in the final four to see which is the greatest show of all time. And then just to recap our our actual March Madness Bracket Tournament Challenge, which I don't care about anymore. Uh, <laughs> how how am I doing? I, I need to look. How am why, I doing? why not, Tanner? Yeah, What's sh- the matter? Shut up. Um, <laughs> let's see. I don't know who Spartix is. Do y'all know who Spartix is? No. Spartix um, is leading this Bracket Challenge. Um and has a good chance to win it really. Um, so if you are Spartix and you're listening, please let me know who you are. <laughs> you may win this thing. And then Chuck, go, speaking of Chuck, is yeah. is in second place. Uh, and then Bailey Riggs down in third place. But see, that's I don't know who Spartix is, but Chuck has never even watched a basketball game. Yeah. He tried Bailey to play Riggs. with it. Yeah. Bailey, right, Bailey, Bailey Riggs. Ha- yes. She has the 11 seed play in game UCLA in the final Stop four. Stop it! Yeah. Oh she my did. Gosh. She wow. Got it. Um, so if, if and she has Baylor winning it. So if Baylor wins, she'll probably win the whole thing. Oh, she is. Um, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. I think she was the only one that picked Baylor. Yeah, she was Everybody the only one that picked, picked Baylor. Everyone, had, everyone else has left. Gonzaga. Yeah. And then, and just for fun, um, the fourth place bracket right now is the Connect Church Podcast host, which is the bracket that I made, and I just went all chalk. So it's you know there's no yeah, upsets, yeah. and so if Gonzaga wins out, that bracket has a good chance to win. Yeah. But uh, 
that would be pretty sad if, if the chalk bracket yeah. won the whole thing. <laughs> um, but anyways, all right. So, all right, that's our uh, bracket. Spartics, if you're out there, please let us know who you are. I want to know who is in first Spartacus. place in our, uh, in our bracket. It doesn't have any name or anything to it, so it is what it is. All right, we're going to get into the best and the worst of the weekend. Of the worst of times. Wait, 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 wait. Which was it? This is the worst. Simply. All right, as Andrew alluded to, he already doesn't have any bests. <laughs> I have one. I have one. Oh, you thought of a best? I thought of one. Okay, what's your best? And you'll appreciate this okay. one. Guess where I got to go, Tanner? Oh, yes. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, I, wow. I gave him a gift card to, wow. for Christmas, and he finally went and cashed that thing That's in. That's true. So. We, the closest Tacos for Life is in Collierville, Tennessee, and so we were going to make a run up there for, like, last-minute nursery baby stuff or whatever and go to Target or something like that, Ashland's Mecca. And, uh, <laughs> and we had a gift card for lunch, Tacos for Life, got the uh, Hawaiian shrimp. Mm, it's the best. A, is it puffy? Puffy on a taco? puffy taco. On a puffy taco. Not fluffy, a puffy no, taco. Puffy. And then, of course, I just had to get the uh, carnitas. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Those things are on With the pesto real. rice. Yes. And the honey and limeade. We even had, so this was Ashlyn's first experience, and we're yeah. like, you know, 90% of what Tanner says, except on spiritual matters, is full of crap. <laughs> so you kind of disregard it, except... When it comes to Mexican food, Tanner knows his... He's the king. He knows That's what right. he's talking about. That's and right. He's we the went president there, of Mexico. Nora, Nora was like, she was vibing. She was dancing in her high chair, like eating. It was a quesadilla, but it had like actual queso on the quesadilla, mm. like not just yeah. cheese. Like they, I mean, it was a kid's meal and like, she was happy. Would you shut up, Andrew? Because I'm getting really hungry. Yeah. If the kids, <laughs> I will say the kids meals at Tacos for Life are incredible because you can get the quesadilla and that's great. And but, I got to finish it. But you can get, they, all, they also have the two taco kids meal. <laughs> For like five bucks, and you get chips and queso with wow. it, and a drink. Wow. And it's like that's and so, worth and just it. Just so y'all understand, if you've never been there, they they probably I, I'm gonna sound blasphemous, okay? But hear me out. They might outdo Chick Fil A in like second mile service. Like, yeah, they yeah, they were constantly checking on us. Brought us like a little extra queso and stuff. Refills constantly. One of them just like was like, "Your baby's so cute." So I mean, you know, they're brown nosing all us good, too. All good, all good things come out of Arkansas. I'm just telling you. <laughs> I don't know about that, but <laughs> Tacos for Life that that was definitely my high point. Yeah. Tacos for Life is fantastic, and I beg them. I, I tweet them all the time. Come to Tupelo. I'm, I'm, I'm going to join with them. Anyone I'm listening with out there want a business adventure, like get a franchise and bring one to the Tupelo. The manager that was there, she was there the time that the three of us went yeah. and everything back when we are coming from a conference. And yeah. um, I literally asked her, I said, do you guys have any like a, uh, like ability to come into Tupelo, Mississippi? Or, I mean, like I'm even fine with New Albany or Oxford. Yeah. <laughs> like Just a little closer, you know, something, anything. No, well, she didn't say, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know if she has that jurisdiction. Yeah. All right. Hey, hey if we get fired um, or we lose our jobs, let's uh, us three go in and start one soon. I would, I would do that. I'm down. I would do I'm that. down. I thought you were going to say like steak and shake or something. I didn't know what you were saying. I didn't know where you are going. I'm going to start a Tacos for Life when I retire. Yes. No, I'm definitely yes. for a Tacos for yeah, Life above steak and shake. Yeah. All right, Terry, what's your best of the weekend? Well, speaking of food, Andrew got me on the mood to, uh, we went and saw, uh, we ate really great in Nashville this weekend. Oh, I visited my youngest son, Adam, and his, you know, expecting, well, nice. expecting wife. Eh. Yeah, but the food was really good. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, we did have a good time, although the disc golf got rained out but uh, oh. we were we were able to go to the flat tire diner caroline was not in favor of it she wanted to go to some you know place hippie place that was going to have like healthy food for blaine and her thankfully the line was out the door so me and adam went out there you got go sausage biscuits and gravy we did oh. a did a oh, brunch man. they had crunchy 
French toast. Never had that before. Mm, that crunchy. crunchy French toast that just make you slap your. How mom. is it crunchy? Like have pecans like it looked, on it or something? It, it looked like uh, like cornflakes sort of okay. on it, and yeah, and it was just unbelievable. I poured honey all over it, oh, and yes. oh my goodness, Adam had a cinnamon bun that was just like you know the bun happy people, whatever they are in the in the airport. You know, cinnabon. Was, yeah, cinnabon. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> you know was, the bun happy people. The bun. <laughs> I'm like Burger King. What? I thought you were talking about like Pentecostal women with the bun. <laughs> that, by the way, that is not a good look for most women. You know, it's just the bun thing. Just, uh, it's yeah, okay. Yeah, it's their own. Ponytails better, but bun no. Anyway, that's the that's the old that's the we'll old, call it the doo doo bun. That's the old lady that worked in your library in school. Yeah. So it's lunch lady. Yeah, lunch lady. Yeah, lunch lady. Yeah, lunch lady too. Yeah. Millennials bringing it back. My, yeah, my best of the weekend. Um, even though the Hogs did not advance to the final four, they they, they lost. We lost. <laughs> We you it's you can't after twenty five years twenty six years you cannot complain about an elite eight appearance no no, no absolutely a, not you know that yeah. the team exceeded expectations um, and that's not even my best of the weekend like that's great but my best of the weekend was the baseball. Razorback baseball team yeah I knew that was oh, sweeping yeah. I mean this is but this is legit let me tell you the backstory here between Arkansas and Mississippi State and they're a great program I'm not knocking them whatsoever. The, it's that other program in Oxford that I care less about. <laughs> the, the state program, like Arkansas and Mississippi State, they always sweep each other at home. So whoever's the home team. Wow, they, interesting. It, this is the first time that um, uh, Arkansas has not got swept since 2014 wow. in Starkville. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's just insane. So for us to go in there and get all three of them, that yeah. is incredible. And so. y'all can go to Tanner's Facebook page and yes. see him sweeping. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Has a little, little subtle, <laughs> little subtle humor there. If you live in Saltillo, that you know one neighborhood he lives in, I'm so sorry. I love the, the state. The state fans have a few other uh, emojis on that page, but anyway. <laughs> all right, so that's my best. The hog sweeping, a quality program. All right, anyways, all right. Now your worst of the weekend. Let's go ahead and give us your list, Andrew. Oh my goodness. We I'm, don't have time. Podcast <laughs> over. <laughs> yeah. My daughter's been sick for like 16 years and she's only one year old. And <laughs> no, I mean, it's and just. She is sick a lot. What's she the deal is. With that? So she had strep less than a month ago. The week after that, she came home puking her guts up and had the stomach bug. The week after that, she got her chicken pox, measles, all these like vaccines and stuff like that that she was supposed to have. So she was recovering from that. And now she's had 15 different tests. I just had a nine o'clock appointment to take my daughter. Um, to the doctor, which I didn't get out of there till 12. So thanks for making me get there at nine to make me sit in a waiting room with a screaming one-year-old for an hour and a half. But <laughs> after all of that, we finally ran all these tests just for them to tell us, hey, try a different antibiotic and there's nothing else we can do. Wow. And I'm like, oh, I'm just done. I've been like just dealing with allergies. I've never had allergies before. I think it's like a post-COVID thing or whatever. Um, you know, it's just been, it's been a week, y'all. And it's little things. I have, I'm going to be honest, it's not even like legitimate reasons. You know, my, <laughs> my, my whole face and body's not covered in warts and bruises like Tanner and stuff. But <laughs> Don't give away my worst. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, I gave everybody a visual yeah, they didn't yeah. want. It's, it's Nora's, uh, the Castillo side, you know, uh, for Blend's family. Castillo? So. Is that how you say the it? Castillo. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I just, it's just been a week. Yeah. It's all good. Join the journey. Hey. There you go. What's your worst, Terry? All right. Uh, mine's, I'm going to be a little <laughs> bit more serious today on this one, but uh, it is Holy Week, so it's probably a good thing. But, uh, you know, all honesty, um, you know, as our listeners are tuning in today, and we love our church family, and you guys are awesome prayer warriors. Uh, talk a little bit about this tonight briefly, but uh, we, we 
have the privilege to pray for one another. And I've watched Satan, you know, we've been having a taste of revival here at Connect Church, you know, which is obviously good. But uh, man, you know, Tanner's getting ready to share with you his physical things. And, you know, Andrew, um, you know, with Nora this week, and we literally watch our church secretaries, you know, ear infection and just, um, you know, everybody's being attacked for, you know, other things. It's not just the physical side of stuff, but, you know, even, you know, um, it's, you know, we talked about it earlier in the podcast the humility is that you know when when Jesus loved people and that was a I had a church member uh, text me yesterday and said you know Pastor Terry you know you're going to get criticized and when you try to love people you're going to have people that reject you know the truth of the gospel and even you know counsel and advice and all those kind of things and then Andrew says you know he says but listen you, all you got to do is keep doing the right thing so even when you try to love people and Andrew just said at those three crosses you know Jesus died for the person who rejected him yeah. And and we just got to know the enemy hates what we're doing, but it is a cool thing. Uh, so Jesus takes the the worst, and it's been a bad week, you know, for all of us. But we know Sunday's coming, and we know God's going to give us the victory. And so just keep praying because we're going to get through this week. And um, I I know that we got to be doing the right thing because man, right. it has been challenging week yeah. for all of our staff. And like you said, you know, Jesus, the the worst day. Jesus dying on the cross leads to our best day. Yeah, you yeah, know, that's, yeah. That's and you got to keep the doing the right thing because even Jesus died for those that rejected him. Right, right. Well, I mean, mine's not as serious, but I guess I can play along with that. <laughs> Follow that one up, big boy. I don't boy. know. It's pretty serious. <laughs> I know. You you, with us. Yeah, you've, you've had a rough week, dude. I'm not going to lie. So, <laughs> so yes. when your music minister's fingers are swollen. <laughs> so Sunday, yeah, Sunday we had Connect Group out at Trey State Park. Uh, Kim decided, or not decided, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that. Kim said, hey, we're camping out here. We got a spot. Why don't we come out and have a picnic? I said, that's a great idea. There's a great playground for the kids. So we go out there. And nothing out of the ordinary. You know, I just we have some hot dogs. We sit around a campfire, and we discuss, and it was great. Did you and sing Kumbaya? We didn't sing a word. It was awesome. <laughs> had, had a fire. We had, yeah, I said that. We had a fire. <laughs> and <laughs> we sat around the campfire and discussed. And like halfway through the discussion, I'm st- I feel like a monkey. I'm over here scratching every orifice of my body. <laughs> I'm trying to be discreet Don't about visualize it. it. Scratching yeah. your what? <laughs> <laughs> we get in the car to leave. Ash is like, what's wrong with your eye? And, and it looks like I've got a bug bite on my eye or whatever. I get home and I take my clothes off and I am just covered in whelps and just just I look disgusting. That's all there is to it. We'll leave leprosy. It yeah, Le- that actually said she actually said that. She goes, "Do you have leprosy? What's wrong? Uh, You're allergic to outdoors." Yeah, so I go to the doctor Monday morning. Can't get in. I have to go to a walk-in urgent care thing, and they're like, "Oh, it looks like something. You caught something fungal. Like I don't know what this is." So they gave me a pill and some cream and a steroid shot, and it started to go down a little bit or whatever. Well, yesterday afternoon, it's all coming right back. Like it's I'm just getting worse and worse and worse. My hands are all swelled up. Like I'm not t- I'm not playing the piano or nothing. And so I go to see the other doctor when I, on an appointment that I can get into. And he's like, he's like, what'd they give you? And I showed him the meds that they gave me. He's like, oh, that's not going to do anything. And so he loads nice. me up with some other steroids. And I feel great today. Like the whelps, have, I still have some, but they've gone down for the most part. That's my worst. Like I've, I haven't touched or hugged my kids all week. It, you know, they're kind of sad about it. But uh, anyways. Yeah, stay over there on your side of the microphone. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm not going to call myself a modern day Job by any means because that's just stupid, but yeah. I had all this crap all over my body and it won't go away, so that's my worst. Uh, Boils. Yeah. And the doctor was like, oh yeah, you're definitely not healthy. I was like, oh, no. Thank you. Didn't he, oh. di- didn't he diagnose you with like diabetes? Yeah, he, well, no, he asked. He's like, I, 
I'm glad visual, you brought that up. Visual diabetes. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up because I will be very angry when I get this bill. Like he's like, "Do you have diabetes?" I was like, "I was adopted as a kid. I have no idea my medical history, so uh, I don't know. I could have it. Who knows?" He's like, "Well, let's just do a quick finger prick, blood work test, and uh, we'll see if you have diabetes. I don't want to load you up with steroids if you have diabetes." Blah blah blah. Of course, Tanner. And I, I mean, Andrew and I love the fact that Tanner walks in. The doctor looks at him and goes, "You're not healthy. You yeah, got exactly. diabetes." <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so we're staying. We're we're going. We walk go to the lab, and he the ladies. There's a trainee, of course, back there, and so yeah. the other woman's like showing her how to pump the blood to the finger so they can do oh, the finger I'm prick a, and everything. Uh, me and Andrew's gonna pass I'm about, out. Stop. I'm, yeah. stop. <laughs> no, anyways, it's not. It's just she pricks it and it goes or whatever. But so the doctor's standing there. And he's like, uh, "What did you have for lunch today?" And I said, "I had a fruit smoothie for lunch today." He goes, "Oh, you're not diabetic." Prick. Here comes the blood. <laughs> there goes the test. And of course, it comes back negative. I don't have diabetes. So if I get a bill for like a couple hundred dollars for this lab that says I don't have diabetes, I'm going to be livid because clearly he knew that I was not. So, anyways, <laughs> that's our worst. All right, enough complaining. All right. We love you. Easter egg hunt this Saturday. Yes. yes. Um, if you volunteer to be there at 845 at the park, Veterans Park, gates open at 10. The hunt starts at 11. We're going to have lots of fun. And then our 35,000 eggs. Do you want to um, promo Love Reigns real quick? Yeah, Love Reigns. We've got three services. Don't miss it. 815, 930, and 1045. And we're going to be coming in. You're going to hear testimonies. It's going to be a great day. And basically, it's a subject matter that, uh, listen, awaken your heart to the fact that love reigns in your life. That's right. Happy Easter, everybody. Happy Easter. We are out. We'll see you Sunday.